Today, we're gonna to be talking about starts and sits for week three. So we're gonna go through quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, and tight ends. Hut, hut, hike! So starting off with the quarterbacks, Joe, uh, who is your smash play of the week? Yeah, for me, my smash play of the week is going to be Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, kind of toying off of what me and Dustin were doing last week. Uh, Jackson's gets to face the Colts at home. And right now, you know, they're the best quarterback matchup according to PFF strength, the schedule. And, you know, they're coming off a week last week where CJ Stroud, you know, threw for 384 yards and was able to get two touchdowns. And then you even saw week one, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley had great games as well. Yeah, so trying to think about how we can compare this, Joe. Um, would you start Lamar over Tua? You love Tua. Going up against your Broncos. If you have both, it's possible you have both. Who would you start? Man, it is tough. Um, I think I'm hmm, – that, that's tough. I do think I'm I, – maybe I would start – I think I'd roll with Jackson. I think that's a better matchup, even though I'm not – too happy with the Broncos defense right now. My also more concern is with the Dolphins, you know, Raheem Mostert, I could see having a good game. Broncos haven't been able to stop the run thus far. And right now with the Ravens without Dobbins, I don't really trust that run game. Okay. How about Justin Herbert against the Vikings? Vikings are a sieve at the vast defense. Yeah, they are. Um, that one, that one, I might go Herbert just because I think that, um, that's going to be more of a shootout game. I don't expect, you know, the one thing last week with the Texans was that it was a pretty competitive game. They were, they actually had to come back from behind in that. And I don't expect the Ravens to be down in this game. So it might take a little bit off of Jim Jackson's pro, pro performance where the Chargers Vikings, man, that could just be a, you know, a classic shootout with a lot of points. And I want a piece of that. Okay. Last one here. Believe the number one fantasy quarterback for most leagues, yeah, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Do you start Cousins or do you start Lamar? <laughs> if you got this scenario, I, um, I'd probably roll with Kirk Cousins. Wow. So even though you think Lamar is going to smash, you still got a few guys ahead of him. Yeah, just because in that game, you just, you know, with the amount of points that are going to be scored, I, I, you know, I think Lamar Jackson is going to smash. It's just a matter of those guys might actually be able to throw for more yards, but from just an efficiency portion of, Lamar is going to have a still going to have a great game. I, I'm with you, by the way. You know, Colts cornerbacks are probably one of the worst in the league. Uh, I think Lamar has been somewhat underwhelming. I think a lot of people have expected him to really take a jump forward. I thought that this could happen with a new offensive coordinator with Todd Monken. It's not like things just switch overnight. Sometimes you need to get some, you know, some oil, you know, and kind of grease up the gears here to try to get things moving. So. This is a cupcake matchup. I think I think Lamar is going to have his best week of the season. Yeah, I saw started to see some you know promising things last week. He had a really nice deep ball to Zay Flowers, and then he also really threw a nice ball to Aguilar for a touchdown in that game as well. Um, so I started to see that pick up a little bit, and I think he carries that momentum this week against a bad Colts defense right now. And well, my sleeper of the week then is quarterback Matthew Stafford. Uh, Bengals are, you know, a top five uh, fancy friendly uh, defense uh, for quarterbacks. So they have allowed a ton of fancy points uh, for quarterbacks. And look, the Rams have been competitive in every game. You know, I uh, did not think this was going to happen. I definitely am wrong here. And Stafford's in sync with his weapons. 
so, you know, with the Cincinnati Bengals, um, I don't believe Joe Burrow is going to play. Yeah, that's my only thing is could this be a blowout? <laughs> I think the Rams could completely pull them out. But they, what running game do they have? They just traded away Cam Akers. I know they've got Kyron Williams, but he hasn't been the most efficient running back. He's just got a ton of volume. So for me, I, I like Stafford a lot. I think he's a he's a good start this week. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. Although, doesn't have the best matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals. Even though the offense have been struggling, their defense is you know is pretty good. But um, Stafford, Stafford's been hot and playing playing a lot better than I thought. And you know, Pukunuku has been an absolute machine so far. But uh, kind of to test things out here, are you starting Matthew Stafford over Geno this week? Yeah, I am. I, I Geno. I believe they're playing the Carolina Panthers. Um, that's a decent matchup, but you saw they kind of shut down the Saints last week. So uh, I, I think I'm going to go with the higher ceiling play, and I think that's Stafford. Yeah, I, I think that's the right call. How about Deshaun Watson? Oh, I, you can't trust Watson right <laughs> now. Um, you know, I, one thing is, will their game plan shift? with Nick Chubb now out for the year. That's that's the only question that we've got to figure out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to start him over him. Yeah, I don't – honestly, I don't know if that helps or hurts Watson if they start passing it more. Um, even though I do think Jerome Ford could be capable to kind of shoulder load, but he's obviously no Nick Chubb. But, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like, is an increased passing volume in Watson going to be better or worse? I don't really know. Mm. Uh, Good point. Would you start Jared Goff over Matthew Stafford? No. Uh, well, I guess it depends. Uh, it depends on if Amon Ross St. Brown is going to play. If he's not going to play, I have my concerns. Uh, you know, Atlanta is a little bit of a stingy team. Um, I kind of just like the matchup better. I'm surprised you say the Bengals are a good defense. From what I saw, they're allowing a lot of points for for, for quarterbacks. So, I mean, it's not like they have the best secondary in the world. No, no, they don't. But um, they still have a pretty good defensive line. And uh, Chidobi Awuzie is coming back off that ACL injury. I think he's going to improve as the year goes on. Cam Taylor-Britt, the second-year player, they really like him. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think they've been decent, but... In that scenario, I would definitely be starting Jared Goff over Matthew Stafford. So going over to the stinker of the week, uh, who do you have for that, Joe? Yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, Justin Fields, man. It's a guy I've had high hopes for, really wanted him to take the next leap. There's still time he could, but just things aren't looking good from the play calling um, to you know him and what the vibes in Chicago just aren't good, and he's really struggled, and Things don't get any easier, you know, heading into Arrowhead this week. And the Chiefs, honestly, they've surprised me on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, you know their offense, but their their defense has been playing really well so far this year. I'm with you. I'm not starting him at all. I actually think this could be kind of ugly. Chiefs have an under-the-radar type of defense, and sometimes their defense really, like, swarms the other team. This feels like this type of game. Bears are completely out of sync. They've got this, um, you know, <clears throat> distraction, honestly, with we don't know, but obviously the defensive coordinator for the, the Bears has been, has been dismissed based on some legal issues. Fields is, is you know, grumbling against his offensive coordinator. Things are spiraling right now in Chicago. They, they hugged it out today. It's all good. <laughs> we'll, find, we'll see about that. Yeah. 
So head over to the running backs. My splash play of the week is running back Jameer Gibbs. Dave Montgomery is likely going to be out for a few weeks um, due to that, due to that thigh injury that he has. And Amon Ross St. Brown's banged up with a toe injury. And, you know, you, those to, that, that toes can, can be nagging, those type of injuries. Um, Gibbs did not have his best game against the Seahawks, but I expect a bounce back against the Falcons. And I think a part of the reason why um, is he's just not able to get in a rhythm. Right now he's just been spelling Dave Montgomery. Um, he hasn't been getting a ton of snaps. You know, knowing what I'm saying now, watch Craig Reynolds gets like 10 snaps and, and he doesn't get as many. But I think from a volume standpoint, he could get a ton of targets with a Monra out. And I think he's going to get a decent amount of rush volume. Uh, so I think this could be the week that Gibbs really takes off. Yeah, I agree. I like Jameer Gibbs a lot this week. But for whatever reason, Dan Campbell, man, they really like Craig Reynolds. And I still think he could play some of that David Montgomery role and, you know, even along the goal line. But even with that, I do like Jameer Gibbs. And like you said, especially if Amon Ra's out, which is a good possibility with that turf toe. But um, going to some comparable players here, would you be starting Travis Etienne over Jameer Gibbs? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I uh, you know, Interesting. I, I mean, Houston, I think is okay. I don't think they're great as far as I'm aware um, from a, from a run defense standpoint. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I think Gibbs just has a better ceiling. Uh, and really we haven't seen a lot from ETN this year. Yeah. I would, I would go ETN that really, yeah. Um, they're the, they have one of the, one of the top um, on that PFF strength, of schedule uh, table that they got. Yeah. The Jaguars, they're one of the top running back matchups against the Texans this week. So I think mm-hmm. I'd start uh, Etienne over Gibbs there. But how about Joe Mixon? Hmm. I think Mixon has a better floor, but I think that Gibbs has a higher ceiling. I'll take Gibbs. Yeah, I agree. If you're If you're chasing points this week, I would start Gibbs over Mixon as well. And the last one, how about Kyron Williams? You know, it's interesting, man. The Rams players, man, you've got Kyron Williams. You've got uh, Puka Nakua, right? These guys, I'm seeing dynasty trades with these players, and it's like, what is going on? Like, people are giving away, like, a lot for these players. I'm like, it's only been two weeks. <laughs> no, I, I I appreciate the volume that he's been getting, but uh, no, I'm, I'm going to go with Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, I agree. Plus, I... Um... You know, I think the the Bengals probably have a better run defense than their pass defense, so they they could have a decent opportunity to slow down Kyron a little bit. So I agree with you there. All right, Joe. So who is your sleeper at the running back position? Yeah, my sleeper at the running back position, I'm gonna go with Tony Jones. Um, you know, a lot of it's simply just because he's the healthiest guy on that Saints roster right now. I understand that Kendry Miller, you know, he might play, but he's also recovering from a hamstring injury. You know, Jamal Williams left on Monday night. Tony Jones came in and scored two touchdowns. Um, you know, and then the guy got a really good matchup against the Packers so far. And I know, like you said, it's only been two weeks. But in those two weeks, they've allowed 333 rushing yards uh, to the running back position and against the Bears and Falcons so far. Yeah, see, I'm going to disagree with you on this. My sleeper would have been Kendra Miller. I, I think he is going to be active for the game. I think they like him a lot. I think the reason why Tony Jones got the volume that he did was because they didn't have anybody else 
frankly, to use after Javon Williams got injured. Kamara still suspended. Williams isn't going to play. They're going to have Kendra active. I like Kendra over Tony Jones, but let's do some comparable players here. I know you don't like this guy, so I'm going to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Would you start Najee Harris over Tony Jones? Man, I yes. Even though wow. I don't like Najee, if, if there's all right, if there's one week for Najee, it's going to be this week. It's the Oakland, it's the Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. But they, he's got a good matchup, and there's ever a time for him to do it. The fact of the matter is, Tony Jones isn't really that home running hitter back either so they're, they're honestly kind of comparable as far so as you would team. start Najee Harris or would you start yeah, I would start Najee Harris oh, okay or... okay I thought you were saying you wouldn't okay how about Rashad White another guy you don't like yeah um that I you know I could be willing to roll the dice on Tony Jones I'm not as uh I'm not really liking Rashad Dwight's matchup I disagree entirely on that. Well, I know uh, you would. <laughs> Eagles, Eagles defense, although they've got names, for whatever reason, they have not. They've been letting up a ton. Right. The secondary uh, production. You, right. No, I understand. Defensive line is very strong, especially yeah. the interior defensive line. I'm, I'm with you. But it doesn't mean he can't get receptions either. No, he can't. He might not. But I just think Tony, Tony Jones, to me, has more touchdown upside. So that's why I'd go Tony Jones over Rashad White. How's that? Okay. How about Jerome Ford, the the fab waiver wire darling that everybody decided to spend all of their money on? Yeah, you gotta you gotta go with Jerome Ford. Uh, you spent all the fab for him. He's still gonna have it. He's gonna have a hefty role in this offense. And like you said, Tony Jones, you know, he's more of a question mark. Kendra Miller could be, you know, if he's healthy, could you know, will be taking pieces away where Ford is pretty much the guy. Yeah, well, uh, you're not worried about Cream Hunt at all. No, especially not this week. I am not worried about Cream Hunt at all. Th- this guy, Jerome Ford, already beat Cream Hunt out in this offseason. I that's why I don't really understand why everyone's worried about Cream Hunt taking things away from Jerome Ford. Like it's a clear number one and number two situation. I Cream Hunt doesn't bother me. I picked up Cream Hunt in your league just because I think he's going to take over the reins. Maybe not this week, but it take time. It'll take time, but he will. Cream Hunt does not have enough left in the tank to take over Reigns in anyone's backfield. Why hasn't – if that was the case, he would have been a Colt or somebody else would have signed him, but they brought him in for workouts and seen that he's got nothing left and and didn't bring a, and didn't sign him. So uh, heading over to the stinker uh, of the week for running backs, I'm going to go with Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, he had a juicy matchup against the Dolphins last week, uh, and he did not capitalize on it. I really do think the identity of this team is changing uh, under new offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien. Uh, Mac Jones has thrown 54 attempts in game one and then 42 attempts in game two. That's a ton of passing attempts. Um, and he's not really getting the receiving volume as, either. I mean, they just got a lot of options on this team now. So uh, for me, uh, I uh, I say sit uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I think he's going to be a stinker. Yeah, it's in, it is interesting. Um, so to put that to the test, Steve. All right, would you start <laughs> Brian Robinson over Ramondre Stevenson? I would. I almost had Brian Robinson as my smash play of the week. I know he did oh. what he did against the Broncos, but hey, just like my Bills, they are susceptible to the run. Uh, and he is a type of running back that just pounds, 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 you know, and he breaks loose. So uh, I think he could do very well. All right. 
Yeah, I, I Brian Robinson, yeah, he, he's he's been looking pretty good. How about Raheem Mostert or Ramondre Stevenson? This one's tougher for me. Um, Mostert's been doing pretty well volume-wise. Um, Denver, you say, is susceptible against the run. Uh, I think I'd go Stevenson, but it's close. Interesting. Yeah. And the leagues I have, um, Moster, I am playing him this week. I, I think he just broke off a long way against the Patriots last week. I think he's definitely going to has a chance to break off another long touchdown this week against the Broncos. Are you starting James Cook over Ramondre Stevenson? that's another tough one for me. I think I'd probably go Ramondre. Commanders have a decent defensive line, um, so I don't know how good James Cook is going to be. And you saw Latavius Murray and Damian Harris can involve slightly. I mean, Cook had a great game. Cook is looking really, really good. You've called that early in the season. Uh, He's actually been a lot better than I thought he'd be. I think I'd go Stevenson, but it's close. In a in a PPR league, I would go with James Cook. That's the one that I Commanders are a tough team to run on, but if he gets utilized in that passing game, that he could have a leg up there with Ramondre. To your point of Patriots really haven't been targeting Ramondre in the passing game. So are you enjoying this video so far? Well, if you are, show your support to our new channel by hitting the subscribe button and liking this video. We'll be creating videos all NFL season long, so you're not gonna want to miss what we have in store. So going over to the wide receivers, Joe, who is your smash play of the week? Yeah, my smash play is going to be Zay Flowers. Um, You know, kind of following up what we did last week, Nico Collins was smashed play against the Colts, trying to go back to that matchup and say Zay Flowers against that Colts defense is going to smash this week. Um, And I think uh, looking for Zay Flowers to break out in this game and get 100-plus yards for the first time in his career and possibly get his first touchdown. I like it as well. Uh, like we talked about, it's a very good matchup. And right now, Zay Flowers is the best option, um, you know, for Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, I've said Andrew has been talking about receiver-wise. Let's see. Let's put you to the test, Joe. Uh, would you start Zay Flowers over DJ Moore? Oh, yeah. I, I don't really – I'm really concerned about DJ Moore this week. I know he kind of had a bounce back last week against the Buccaneers, but I just – they, you know, you already saw last week, Kevin Ridley, he had a dud against this Chiefs team last week. Um, you know, and that's Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. I, I'm concerned about DJ Moore. I, I'm, he's a risky play for me. Okay. How about Jalen Waddle versus Denver? Hmm. Tyreek Hill has I, been like the guy in, my, in Miami. Waddle's been good, but he hasn't been like super great. Yeah, I... Um, I'm going to go with Flowers in the matchup. I I do think Model has more potential to do better than to do better against Denver because I think hopefully the Broncos will have Pat Sertan travel with Tyreek Hill. And if Waddle gets Jamari Mathis, I think Waddle's going to have a great week as well. But uh, I'll just stick with Zay Flowers over him. How about T. Higgins going up against the Rams? Don't know if Joe's going to Burrow's going to play. So you've got to start one of them without knowing whether Burrow's going to play. Yeah, I just think um, I'm going to go with Zay Flowers. I think he's got a great ceiling, and I think honestly he's going to be safer. I don't know 
with that Browning situation, if he does get the start over Joe Burrow, what that's going to look like. But if if Joe Burrow plays, I would I would still start T. Higgins over him. Yeah, see, I'm playing Zay Flay Flowers over uh, T. Higgins. I'm I don't know if Joe Burrow is going to play, and I don't want to take a gamble. I know Flowers. I I feel confident Flowers is going to be good. Even if Higgins plays, you don't know. Could it be a Chase game? Could it be a Higgins game? So uh, for me, I personally, I'd rather play Flowers, and I'm with you. I'd rather play him uh, instead of DJ Moore as well. Waddle, mm, that's a tough call, uh, but uh, but you go either way. Yeah, Waddle was a toss up for me. So going over to my sleeper pick for wide receivers, I'm going to go with George Pickens. In his first game without Deontay Johnson, he had 10 targets, which amounted to a 34% target share uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now he's playing the Raiders on a primetime game. Of course, the Steelers get another primetime game. (laughs) Don't know if I necessarily want to see that offense uh, play because they're not that great. Uh, But I think Pickens is the bright spot, and the Raiders have a brutal secondary. Yeah, apparently so far the uh, NFL has wanted us to suffer with these primetime games. We got the Steelers and Raiders and then uh, two stinkers on Monday night again as well. So it, it's definitely a rough stretch, but um, put things to the test for you here, Steve. Would you be starting Mike Williams over George Pickens? No, 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 no. I, I mean, it's a it's a juicy matchup. That's the only thing. Minnesota, we know, is a horrible secondary, but Keenan seems to be the guy. Although I did think Quentin Johnson would be more involved than he really hasn't been. So uh, maybe it's more of a toss-up than I think. I just think he's going to get a higher target volume and a higher target share percentage. Uh, so I like, I like Pickens. Yeah, I'd go Pickens as well. Uh, how about DK Metcalf or George Pickens? Hmm. Metcalf's going up against Carolina. We know J.C. Horn's uh, on IR, so but they played okay last week against the Saints. They've got a few options. He's banged up with his ribs. You know, I think I'd go Pickens. Maybe I'm nuts, but I, I like I like the ceiling there for him. Yeah, I, I don't think you're nuts uh, with taking Pickens over Metcalf. How about in tonight's game here? How about Debo Samuel or George Pickens? Well, no, you got to go Debo. I mean, uh, I don't like Debo very much, but with Ayuk out of the game, I mean, it's, you know, I, he it's really, it's <laughs> it's him and then Kittle. And Kittle, to my surprise, with Purdy hasn't really taken off. So, no, no, you got you got to go with Debo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like your sleeper pick of Pickens this week. Um, not, I wouldn't do it over Debo Samuel, but in general, I like it against the Raiders. And the one, like you said, the one thing I liked about it is, Pickens without Deontay Johnson wasn't the one-trick pony. They actually allowed him to run some slants, and it wasn't just all those deep plays, and you saw he housed the one, which looked pretty impressive. So going over to your stinker for wide receiver, Joe, who is it? Yeah, my stinker receiver position, I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, DeAndre Hopkins came into last week with an ankle injury. He still managed to play 60% of snaps, had four catches for 40 yards. Uh, but the Titans have the third worst wide receiver matchup according to the PF, PFF strength, the schedule tool and the Browns have allowed the second fewest fantasy points of wide receiver position this season thus far. Interesting. I don't like hearing this Joe, Cause I, you know, me, I, I, <laughs> I like Hopkins this year has not showed yeah. up like I thought he would, but Tannehill has not been great <laughs> by any means. So would you start Hopkins over Jerry Judy? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, 
You know, I'll I take had the, both. I had both on my team, so this, yeah, I'm interested think, in what you have to say. I think I'll take the flyer on Jerry Judy. Um, he was mm-hmm. on a snap count last week. Um, it'll be interesting to see who Xavier Howard's covers. I don't know whether he's going to cover Sutton or Judy in this offense, but I think uh, Judy, you know, now that he's he's got the one week under his belt, Broncos are going to need him to score some points this week. I, you know, I'll I think he gets a little more involved than last week. I'm with you. I, I lean Judy, but it's close. Uh, it, so it def- I'll, definitely is close. I'm not. Trust me, I'm not high on Judy this week by any means. How about one of your my guys who haven't panned out yet, Jahan Dotson? Uh, yeah, that's that's been a true bummer. Um, you know, I'll, I I w- I'll take the I'll take the flyer on uh, DeAndre Hopkins over him. I I right now I'm almost on a wait and see it approach with Jahan Dotson. It's just frustrating. I know the potential's there, but the one thing that's concerning is you know he was getting those 15 yards air yards down the field. Now he's at about nine uh, for the A dot, and I, that's concerning to me. I don't really like it. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree with you. I would not go with Jahan Dotson. I'd go with Hopkins. <laughs> Let's go with the third guy here. How about Drake London? I got you and I don't really like very much. Yeah. Um, I Even though I don't like him, you know, I think I would go with Drake London over DeAndre Hopkins. Wow. Um, he's He showed a little something last week. He got a touchdown. Uh, you know, Lions, I, you know, without C.J. Gardner-Johnson now, I think he could uh, – do something there. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, 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 for me personally, I'm going Hopkins all the way. I don't trust, uh, in my opinion, I am, I hear what you're saying, but I just don't really trust Arthur Smith. Uh, I feel like, uh, Hopkins is, is a better value. Yeah. I just, I like London's matchup better. So I'll go London. So head over to the tight ends, my smash play of the weekend. Get ready. I'm going to talk out of two sides of my mouth here. Uh, I'm going with the smash play as Kyle Pitts. Uh, if there's any time for Kyle Pitts to smash, it's going to be this week, I would think. Uh, you know, uh, Detroit Lions um, have allowed a top three as far as tight ends go. So they have scored quite a, mu- a good amount against the Lions. I expect somewhat of a shootout here. Falcons have been competitive. Uh, Lions have been competitive. So I think it, it's going to be a back-and-forth game. And really, with a tight end position, you only need to get in the end zone <laughs> to, to be any good. So I think at the end of the day, I think this could I, – I who knows, right? I mean, he's the ultimate athletic freak. If he's going to smash, uh, you're, you're really happy. This is a matchup where I'm like, if I have pits, I'm throwing the dart. Other matchups, if it wasn't good, I'd be okay sitting him. But in this matchup, you got to start him. Yeah, I agree. And if Kyle Pitts doesn't smash in this matchup, I would drop him because if he can't smash against this Lions team and then take advantage of this matchup and the Falcons don't utilize him in order to smash, I would just cut him. You wouldn't try to trade him or you just think it wouldn't be worth the hassle I just, of trying to see if I, I just don't know what value he even has at this point. I mean, he's he's been a complete disappointment thus far once again through two weeks. And then if he can't smash against the Lions, I don't know who's going to want him. But mm. Uh, as far as uh, let's see how much your confidence is this week in Kyle Pitts as your smash play. Are you starting uh, Travis Kelsey or Kyle Pitts? Oh no, I'm starting <laughs> Travis Kelsey, 100. Yeah. Uh, percent you know, I, I I know he's been banged up. He says now his knee is healthy. Uh, you, you start Kelsey. Yeah. How about uh, Mark Andrews or Kyle Pitts? 
No, he got his tight Andrews. Uh, you know, I, I, I think Andrew hasn't been that impressive either, to be honest with you. But um, no, yeah. you got to start him. Yeah, and then uh, the game that's about to kick off here shortly. Are you starting Darren Waller or Kyle Pitts? I'm chasing the points. I'm going to go Pitts. Um, if I feel like I need a better floor, I'm going to go with Waller. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. So how about the sleeper, Joe? Who do you got for tight ends? All right. For my sleeper, I am going with Dalton Schultz. Um, I feel like Schultz has been the forgotten man in this Houston offense. All the hype is going towards Nico Collins and Little Tank Dell. But Schultz had seven targets last week and caught four of them for 34 yards. Now, you know, I know that's not impressive, but this tight end landscape has been, you know, quite the crapshoot here this year. And, you know, he had four targets in week one, and he jumped to seven in week two. I think he continues to build on it this week. The Texans have the fourth best tight end matchup, uh, according to PFF. And, yeah, I just think uh, I like the potential this week for Schultz. That's an interesting, a sneaky play there. Would you play him over your my guy, Pat Fryermuth? <laughs> oh, man. I would not play him over Pat Fryermuth. I think... Wow. This is, okay. Even though he's gotten like what, like eight yards on the season? He's had five total yards on the season. But I think the matchup against the Raiders, this is the time for Pat Fryermuth to possibly excel. But if not, I, I'm like similar to Kyle Pitts, I'm going to be cons- possibly looking to move off of Fryermuth at this point. Wow. Wow. Interesting. How about Kyle Pitts? Interesting. Kyle Pitts. Um, yeah, I'm going Kyle Pitts. He has he has the best matchup at tight end this week um, compared to Schultz at the fourth. So I would I would roll on Kyle Pitts. Okay, and then how about Hunter Henry at the Jets? He's been a sleeper and he's continuing to do well. Does he stay in the end zone? No, I will. I would start. I'll take my sleeper over Hunter Henry. Uh, the Jets defense, you know, I just that defensive line will give them fits, and then they have good linebackers. I I have faith that they could uh, cover up Henry this week. Yeah, I'm with you. I would definitely start Schultz over Henry. Um, don't think he'll get the uh, <laughs> the trifecta there. Uh, and uh, with Kyle Pitts, you gotta start him. As for my stinker of the week, it's gonna be Dallas Goddard. Uh, he's only had eight targets on the year. Uh, Buccaneers are middle of the road when it comes to tight ends. Uh, but they've got solid linebackers. Uh, and so as a result, with Devin White and Levante David, uh, I think uh, they uh, they could cover pretty well. Uh, I think we've tied the bus a little bit. The Eagles' uh, offense is looking a little bit shaky uh, when it comes to, you know, with Shane Steichen leaving, going to the Colts. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not really, not really liking how this is looking. Yeah, I can't, I can't blame you. It's not looking good for Goddard, you know, and – just uh, this Philly offense as a whole just seems lost, you know, with this whole coordinator change. We'll see if, uh, you know, they did have a longer week to prepare. They coming up Thursday night game. We'll see if they get things together. But would you be starting uh, Chicka Conquo over Dallas Goddard? No, you gotta you gotta start uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, you know, you drafted him high for a reason. Chick has really done nothing. I think you definitely gotta. I mean, Chick probably is on your wire right now <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Yeah, very true. How about uh, Dawson Knox or Kincaid? Yeah, it, most likely Kincaid. I don't think Knox is going to play this week. 
Oh, I'm definitely playing Kincaid. Uh, this the, Kincaid. <laughs> I, if I, I I considered putting him <laughs> as uh, my smash play, but that would have been too too much for the brand. So uh, no, I love Kincaid. I, I definitely am playing him. Uh, you needed to have Kincaid as your smash. That would have been right with the world. Um, well, I mean, I did say I, I I liked Pickens and I like I like Kincaid. I've been I've been you yeah. know pounding the table for these guys. It hasn't shown up yet. Hopefully, it'll show up. Yeah, I, it it definitely could show up. I mean, uh, Kincaid's you know gotten a decent target share the last couple of weeks, and that's with Knox on the field. So, but going to the last one here, how about David and Joku or Dallas Goddard? Oh, I'm going to start in Joku, actually. Um, I wonder if he's going to get more targets just based on this offense, uh, based on, you know, Chubb. Like we said, trying to figure out the identity of this team. Uh, I know they have Ford and Hunt, but, you know, I like. I think I'm going to go in Joku. It's, it's tight. It's tight. But I don't know. I, almost, I mean, I feel like it's it's one or the other. What do you think? Yeah, it, it is tight. You know, I, I think if you're chasing points, I'd go in Joku. I think he's got the higher ceiling at this point. You know, what was frustrating was watching that Monday night, Monday night game last week. You saw Njoku have that uh, show it off his athleticism, took that short pass and cut it up field, broke a couple of tackles, and then it was like they went away from him. I'm like, where is more of that? Um, I but know. I feel like that's been the frustration for Njoku owners for years. Joe, to round out the show, uh, what is your stack of the week? We're picking a quarterback and a receiver that we think are both going to do very, very well. Yeah, no surprise here. My stack of the week is going to be Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers. You know, if you've been with us this whole time, you, you know, both of my smash plays at quarterback and wide receiver, so why not make it my stack? Yeah, no, I, I think this is going to be the week that uh, we see Jackson. This, You know, both of them could – having both of them on your lineup um, could cause you to get the win this week. I think it could be that, um, you know, that big of a week for those guys. My stack of the week – and this is a little bit nuts on my part, uh, <laughs> although I said not to start Deshaun Watson, but I, I had to give something that's a little bit different. Let's go with Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper. Uh, Tennessee Titans secondary is abysmal. These corners are bad. And so as a result, you saw you know Watson target Cooper quite a lot. I actually thought Elijah Moore would be a lot more involved on this team. Um, he really hasn't been. So... Um, that's an under-the-radar stack. I tried to do something a little bit against the grain. I would have easily been able to go with Herbert and Allen, <laughs> you know, against the Vikings. Uh, but uh, that's my under-the-radar stack. Yeah, I don't hate it. could pay off. I mean, we, we just watched, uh, you know, Herbert and Allen pick them apart last week. Um, so it could pay out. You know, I am surprised about Elijah Moore, but I thought it was interesting. They've had him kind of lined up in the backfield uh, a little bit, but... He's been, he's been out there. Watson's been targeting him, but they're just not always catchable to Elijah Moore. So that's our starts and sits for week three. Hope you, hopefully <laughs> you found this helpful. And if you did, we encourage you to come on out next Thursday. Uh, we will be live again around 7 o'clock p.m. to answer all your questions uh, related to who you should start and sit. Thank you so much for watching, and until next time.